A good dinner of Shabbos, Parshas, Chai, Sarah. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a wonderful week. This week's shir is sponsored by Uli Nishmas, my grandmother, Mrs. Carolyn Jarisho of Boca Raton, Florida. Chaya, Basavro Mitzchok, Meher Neshama, Heaven Aliyah. This week's shir is sponsored by our corporate sponsors as well, the Hassan Zaltz Law Firm, Bluestone Brokerage, and Meridian Senior Health. For future dedications, please reach out to myself at 845-367-2959. So this past week, it marked the first yard site of my grandmother, Chaya Basavra Mitzchok. She was a creative, artistic, spiritual, ruchnis lady. She loved Yiddishkeit. She loved Hashem. She had a deep passion and love for every single Jew, every Yid, every walk of life. She would love to talk to them, to help them, and just help them reach their inner strengths and become the great people who they can be. And I personally have gained so much from my grandmother. She was such a happy, energetic, full of life, enjoyed life, enjoyed Hashem, and had such an amazing ayin toiva, a good eye for everything, especially Hashem. And she would always see the wondrous acts and the wondrous deeds of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and point them out and make us recognize and realize all those things over the years. And that midah of goodness, of finding the good in others, but more so finding the good in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is something that I want to speak about this week. So it's great timing that we can talk about this midah of Ayin Toiva, of looking for the good, of looking for the positivity. And Yiddishkeit, in Hashem, and never looking back, never turning back, never questioning, and always keeping that unwavering faith, despite whatever is going on, our heart veering off to other places, other people doing other things, just staying strong and solid. And may Neshama have an aliyah, be a meditation for all of us. And now let's turn to this expansion. The parasha opens up with Vayu Chaye Sarah. These were the years of Sarah, and Sarah died. And Rashi explains, Lama Nismecha, Misa Sarah, what was what's the juxtaposition between the two parshas of the Kedas Yitzchak and the death of Sarah? So Rashi explains that Sarah died because of the Kedah. How so? So Rashi explains, and it's a Medrash, Yalkachimani, and the Medrash says that the Satan, Samael, was very upset that Avram was successful in the Kedas Yitzchak, that he went with strength, with Gevura, and he didn't lose to the tactics of the Satan. And he overcame and he triumphed. And the Satan was very upset. And therefore, he went and told Sarah this besura, this news, that Yitzchak was almost slaughtered. And upon hearing that, the manager says, That Sarah let out three blows. She cried three times. And immediately, her neshama left her body. Now, even though... The Medrash sounds like it was because of this news that killed Sarah. We know that's not true because everyone has their destined time to go. Everyone has their determined time to stay in this world. And Sarah was no different. And even though she heard this news and Rashi tells us that it was because of this news that she died, but it wasn't premature. It wasn't a second earlier that was destined for her because another Medrash tells us, the Medrash tells us in Bereshis, which means that like the righteous are wholesome, so too are their days. Which means everything is accounted for, everything has a cheshben, and no one could go too early, too late. It's only going to happen, a person's only going to pass on to the next world when Hashem decides it's the time. 
And therefore, regarding Sarah as well, even though Rashi tells us that she died upon hearing the Besura, that Yitzchak, her son, her beloved son, was almost slaughtered, but that wasn't untimely. It was at the right time, and she reached a ripe, wholesome age. Which leaves us with the following question, that is, if it is the Malachamavis, the Sultan, who carries out Rahman al-Tzlanda killing people, taking people's lives, why was the Sultan so strong? Why was he strategic in having Sarah passing on with this message about Yitzchak, about Takeda? There's many other ways he could have gotten the job done. So why was it that he was stark, that he needed Sarah to die based on this idea, based on this knowledge? Why did the Sultan plan for Sarah's fate to be Dafka in this way, based on the Kedis Yitzchak? Rosh Hashiva, Rav Meir, Salavichik, Zeich, the son of the Briskrov, enlightens us with a fascinating pshat. He tells us as follows, he explains, The Sultan, Samoel, he knew how important, he knew how monumental that Keda was and what it would be for the future of Klaiso. He knew that in the future, when it comes to Din, when it comes to Rachamim, that we're going to need to access the schos of Akedis Yitzchak, like we say in Yom Miraim. And the Sultan did whatever he could in order to be an obstruction, in order to deter Avram from being successful in Akedis Yitzchak. One of the Midrashim tell us that the Sultan saw Avram on his way to Har Maria, and the Yalkut Shemayni relates. The Sultan turned himself into a nahar, into a river, in order that Avram Yitzchak should not be able to pass through. Avram called out Hashem, "If Mien Yitzchak go in, we're gonna we're gonna drown." Avram Yitzchak went into the water, the Sultan water, until their necks. Something that I didn't know about. Maybe others didn't either. Besides the actual Akedah Sitzchak, on the way to doing the Akedah Sitzchak, there was another Akedah. They were willing to give up their lives. They walked into this river of the Malach Mavis until their necks. They were willing to give up their lives in order to give up their lives. We can't understand. It's almost incomprehensible. The level of mysterious nefesh. They were on the way to give their lives up, and on the way to that, they were giving their lives. It's, it's incredible. It's unbelievable. But this is the extent how far the Sultan went out of his way in order to get Avram and Yitzchak not to pass this test. But nevertheless, they went through, they overcame, and Hashem saved them from this river. The Maisa, they went, and they were going to do the Akedah, and they passed the test, and they came back, and they were successful. And that's Chos, the Sultan who good and well, was solidified, it was stamped, Chasim Matoiva was put in the bank for Klai Sofadiris, which obviously upset the Sultan very much. The Sultan doesn't take losses very well. And the Sultan said, I have one more plan. I have one more tactic, how I can still make an interception, how I could still overturn this chus. What was that? Says Salvichik, it was at the time of the Petir of Sarah. While Sarah was dying, the Sultan had a great idea. I'm going to go to, the, to Sarah. I'm going to tell her all about the Kedah. And through that, I'm going to kill her. The Kachava, he did that. He went and she died. Now what happened? The Medrash tells us something fascinating. When Avram came home, Avram opened the door, he came back from Har Maria, came back with Yitzchak, he opened the door to see, to greet his wife Sarah, and he saw she wasn't living, she saw she was dead, and not only that, but he saw an angel, the angel of death, Samuel, was provoking him. Matris Kenegdoi. 
And what does Matras Kenegdo mean? doesn't mean he was coming to kill Avram. He just killed Sarah. That much he wasn't going to do right now. What does Matras mean? So the Pirish on the Medrash, the Matnas Kuhnu explains, it means his Srasahu Inyan Muhammad of his Garus, the Giru Hayalimar Ayadech Mesa Sarah. The Satan was telling Avram, as Avram just opened the door after overcoming and winning and passing the last test, he was so happy, he was so excited to tell his wife. Lo and behold, he opened the door to see his wife passed away. And after all of this, the Satan comes and points fingers at Avram Avinu and says, Avram, you killed your own wife. If you would not have slaughtered your son, your wife would not have died. Says the Medrash, that the reason why the Satan did this was in order to have Avram Avinu lose hope, to have charata, to have regret and remorse over what he did. This was the Yitzhahara's final try, final tactic, and how to get Avram to lose the schos of the Akedah, that at the most vulnerable, raw time, when he had to begin now sitting Shiva for his wife, who just died, the Satan cuts, digs deeper, digs harder, and says, look at what you did, you killed your own wife. Tells this great Sadiq, the Sadiq Adar. This is what Avram Avinu had to put up with. The Satan wanted that during this time, he should have questions on Hashem. He should have tainas. He should look at Hashem and say, this is what you do to me? After I did the greatest mitzvah, after I have overcame the 10th Nisayan, you kill my wife, Sadiq Viraloi, Rosha Vitoivloi. How could this be? How is this Yiddishkeit? Yet despite all of this, what did Avram do? Says the next Pasuk, Ayakam Avram Avram Avinu rose up from the dead. Says the Radamsker, the Teferishloimo, Vayakam means he got up right away. He didn't even give himself the opportunity to eulogize his own wife. He didn't allow himself time to sit and rehash and revisit and live through the pain of the loss of his dear wife because he knew that in those moments, that's when the Atzah when the Satur could creep in and overpower and Chasr Shalom, lead him to despondency, to regret and remorse over the greatest trial of all times and lose that tzchus for generations to come. And therefore, Vayakam Avrami Apnei Meisoy, the Peshat is he didn't even be masbid, he wasn't masbid his own wife. He moved right on. He didn't allow himself time to wallow and to sit in pain and to commiserate and have people help him and empathize. He moved past, he moved forward. He'll deal with the motions later. But right now he knew what was at risk. He knew he couldn't sacrifice yet another thing. The schus of the Kedis Yitzchak. That's why he was Vayakam Alpadim Esai. In life, we always encounter different situations where we wonder, how could it be? Why? This is Yiddishkeit. We believe, we do different things. We do chester for people and then we get slapped in the face. We shut our mouths and then we find out people ba'avalos. We'll do, we'll go to hospital and visit someone who's sick and then we'll come out to have a ticket on our car. We run into Duchesset and get a highway ticket. These should be, these are small things and they should stay small. But even during those times, we can't let them become big. We can't let it reach our core, our neshama. We have to realize that everything has a time. Hashem has it all planned out. And when we're doing the right thing, when we're doing what's in Hashem, if there's ever coincidences of like, hey, Right after I did that chesed, something happened. Right after I did a chonos my boiler broke. That's the satan. The satan is able to coordinate, able to creep in and make us think twice. 
But we have to be stronger and make him think twice. Make him think again before he comes to us. Show him how powerful we are. Show him where we look for our source. We have our Vram of Yinu. We have the Avis. And we turn to them. We see how they acted. And in Hashem, with that Amuna, that Bitachin, we should be able to overcome and remain strong amidst all of life's tests. And in Hashem, become the greatest we can be. Give Nachat Ruach, and to all be united with Meshech Zerkeinu B'mer V'meinu. Amen. I thank you all for listening. I wish each and every one of you a wonderful Shabbos.